Hello everybody, Warren Smith here, and today I'd like to do something a little different on the Ministry Watch podcast, and that is to pay homage, pay tribute uh, to a man who had a huge impact on my life. And in fact, I would be willing to say that were it not for Joel Bells, the man I'm going to talk about for the next few minutes, you would probably not be listening to me right now today on the Ministry Watch podcast, nor would Ministry Watch look anything like uh, what it does today. Um, first of all, I should let you know that uh, Joel Bells died February 4th, uh, just about 10 days ago at age 82 from complications of Parkinson's disease. And uh, even though I'm going to talk a little about his journalistic legacy, he also left a rich legacy as a churchman, a leader in Christian education, and in other arenas of life. Uh, but it's his role as the founder of World Magazine that perhaps had the biggest impact on me and on many others, and ultimately, as I said, on Ministry Watch. I first met Joel about 30 years ago, I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I still live today, and had started a little newsletter called the Charlotte Christian News to report on news that I thought the area's Christian community should know about. I printed only about 100 copies of that first issue, which was dated November of 1993. But I sent one of those copies to a man named Barrett Mossbacker, who was then the headmaster of Covenant Day School, which is a prominent Christian school in the area. I should add that Barrett has gone on to a distinguished career in uh, Christian education uh, all over the country. Now, Barrett, though, on that day, more than 30 years ago, called me and said, have you ever heard of World Magazine? I had not heard of World at that time, and Barrett said, you know, I like what you're doing, but you might be able to learn a few things from World. Well, that turned out to be the understatement of the century. I met Barrett for lunch, and he gave me all the back issues of World that he could find uh, around his office and home. And over the next week or 10 days, I just devoured those issues. And just by reading World Magazine, I learned a tremendous amount about what I needed to be doing at my young, fledgling Charlotte uh, Christian News newsletter. Uh, I discovered that World was headquartered in Asheville, North Carolina, which was just two hours away from my home. So I called Joel to ask if I could come by. I remember that first phone call pretty vividly. I told Joel what I was up to and that I had just discovered World and that I knew Barrett Mossbacker, which I thought would <laughs> help me a little bit in terms of getting a meeting. And I asked if uh, I could come for a visit. What I did not know was that Joel got phone calls like that all the time, and most of the publications did not survive more than a few issues. So Joel wisely said to me, add me to your mailing list, and I'll read what you're up to for the next few months, and then call me. If I think I can help, we'll get together. I did that, and a few months later, I did call him back, and he said, I like what you're doing. I think I can help. So I drove to Asheville and help he did. He became a trusted advisor. I eventually changed the name of the Charlotte Christian News to the Charlotte World in homage to what World Magazine was doing. 
and uh, ultimately started several other newspapers around the southeastern United States uh, that were also called World, one in uh, Greenville, South Carolina called the Upstate World and so on. I wrote my first article for World more than 20 years ago, and by 2009, I was a regular writer and ultimately became the associate publisher at World. Now, during my tenure at World, I I spent time in day-long strategy meetings with Joel. We traveled together, and in short, I got to see him operate up close, even in unguarded moments. You know, there's an old saying that says, never meet your heroes. And the reason that saying exists is because they inevitably disappoint. But that was not my experience with Joel Bells. The more I got to know him, the more my respect and affection grew. A couple of anecdotes reveal much about him. The first one became legend within the halls of world. While still in college, he bought a large and complicated linotype machine, which was used back in the day uh, to produce the metal type needed to print newspapers and magazines. Joel imagined that this machine would allow him to make money to get through college and kickstart his career as a publisher. But as he was moving the huge machine, a chain broke and the linotype machine fell down a flight of stairs and it was reduced to scrap. He tried to repair it, but the highly engineered machine never really worked properly again. Decades later, pieces of that machine were on display in the offices of World Magazine. Joel often told that story and the lessons that it taught him about perseverance and never giving up on your dreams to visitors and to new employees. The other story is one I witnessed for myself. Soon after joining World, we hosted a gathering of readers and donors in suburban Washington, D.C. More than 300 people gathered in a hotel ballroom to hear Joel, Marvin Olasky, and Mindy Bells talk about the future of World. And during the Q&A session that followed, someone asked Joel, how can we pray for you? Now, that question says a lot about World readers, and the answer says a lot about Joel. He said this, pray that we would remain faithful. He went on to explain that in his career as a journalist, he had seen many leaders begin well, but end badly. He wanted to end well. His answer was itself a sign of faithfulness, humility, and a realistic biblical understanding of the fallenness of humanity. In the last years of his life, Joel battled Parkinson's disease and prostate cancer. He got out less and less. We would talk regularly on the phone because he read Ministry Watch avidly and often had very specific and insightful comments about our stories. He was pleased that Ministry Watch's managing editor, Christina Darnell, got her early training in journalism experience at World. One of our reporters, Kim Roberts, is a graduate of the World Journalism Institute. I told him that Ministry Watch would look very different were it not for the work that he did to found and grow World. And you can find Joel's fingerprints not just on Ministry Watch. Longtime World reporter and editor Jamie Dean is no longer with the magazine, but she got news of Joel's death while overseas on a reporting trip for Radical, where she is lead writer. Other World alumni include Michael Renault. Managing editor at the online powerhouse, The Dispatch. 
J.C. Derrick is publisher of Main Street Daily News, a growing multimedia company based in Florida. Emily Bells, who is Joel's niece, along with Harvest Prude, Angela Liu, and Sophia Lee, are now doing great work at Christianity Today. And I should add quickly that this list is far from complete, and it represents a, as they used to say, goodly legacy by any reasonable measure. You know, another old saying goes, the future belongs to the fruitful. Joel's life reminds us of the truth of that saying. His life also reminds me that God answers prayers, not least of which was his prayer request many years ago that he would remain faithful. He was to the very end, and all who knew him were nourished by that faithfulness. Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's um, podcast extra episode, a tribute to my friend and mentor, Joel Bells. Uh, you know, you can read a, a, a print version of this editorial at the Ministry Watch website, ministrywatch.com. You can also read a more formal obituary that we wrote about Joel that outlines many of his accomplishments in life. The producers for today's episode are Jeff McIntosh and Rich Rosso. We get database technical and other support from Christina Darnell, who I mentioned earlier, Kim Roberts, who I also mentioned earlier, along with Stephen DeBerry and Casey Suttoth. I'm Warren Smith. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Until next time, may God bless you.